You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hockey fans, if you'd like a copy of my new book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to flankerpress.com. If you'd like a personalized copy for $25 plus shipping, email me at terryryan2020 at gmail.com. That's terryryan2020 at gmail.com. To the historic 100th episode, Tales with TR, I'm your host, Terry Ryan Jr. Great to be with y'all. As winter, as, as we burst out of the shackles of winter that are the ice, the cold, the slush, the dark, and we forge robustly into the future that is the spring, the summer, and all the vibrant, positive colors and sounds and smells and life that goes along with it. I absolutely love this time of year. And the most meaningful sports are played this time of year, including last night's Boston Celtics sweep of the New York or the Brooklyn Nets, which made me some happy. I think Kyrie Irving is one of the most selfish athletes we've ever seen. When I say we, I mean the sporting community on the planet. Not in Brooklyn. Not in the NBA. Not in North American sports. 
I mean, in all of sports of all time, I think he is one of the most selfish players ever. And I've gone into it before. You can't rely on that guy. He never plays a lot of seasons uh, or sorry, a lot of games in a season. He'll find a way to miss. Like Stephen A said, like Stephen A said, he'll find a way to miss games and let his teammates down. And I just don't, uh, doesn't jive with me. So anyway, without getting into it, they flopped. The Nets flopped. You can't take half a year off and fuck your teammates and then expect to come back and win. Have your mind in the gutter. Have a good game once in a while. Put up some good stats so you'll get paid another $40 million. Fuck off. I'd get rid of him. Wouldn't touch Kyrie Irving with a 10-foot pole. Great athlete, but uh, seems like just a cancer in the room. Anyway, outside of that, looking forward, the NHL playoffs, only uh, two or three games left in the regular season. And, uh, yeah, spring's my favorite time of year, and not only because of the weather and because of the positive vibes. And uh, being outdoors, fuck, man, I love being outdoors. And, you know, just got to be honest, my the uh, new house, Penny Lane and I have finally, finally figured out, and we got and we, we just closed it last week. It's just a great time of year for that, you know? Like yesterday, we are up and, just doing some work around there at first need, needs a bit of work. So helping out my, my buddy, Gerald, Butt, Penny Lane came down, you know, unpacking all the new furniture, putting up the pictures, whatever we're doing, you know, it's a fun day and get a little stove out back and, you know, having a fire. It just really felt like spring, you know, just, just it's so much better than the dead of winter. I love St. John's, but that's just not a, not a great, place in the winter i i I gotta be honest now people think when i say saint john's newfoundland a lot of you think i'm way up north oh my god you get a lot of snow there well sometimes we do but saint john's city is is pretty south if you you, you, like in terms of canada look at a map right saint newfoundland goes real north saint john's and 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 cities you've heard me talk about cornerbrook uh gander grand falls bonavista michael ryder's hometown St. Anthony, you know, these are places that I've mentioned. That's all on the island of Newfoundland, which is, uh, would take probably a dozen hours, 12 to 14, I guess, to get all the way across and up. And you've got Labrador. I mean, it's a vast, very big province because you know, it's Newfoundland and Labrador. And uh, so there's a lot of different weather, but I'm on the east, the, the furthest easterly point in all of North America. It's close to my house. But it hovers around zero, right? It'll be, uh, cold but it doesn't get cold like a lot of the rest of canada i believe st john's is is one of the mildest is one of the cities with the mildest weather in canada year round it rarely gets you know won't get won't get minus 20 or 30 like it does in other places and each month will be be like above zero at some point this year christmas day was 13 or 14 degrees you never know what to expect but we get a lot of precipitation because we're right on the water at that time of year so if it snows, it snows a lot. And then there might be semi floods shortly after, right? It's just, it's just to me, and I love it. We got great people. 
We have the fucking growlers that are down there now in the playoffs. They're winning again. It's great to go watch. We've got all the, the best restaurants and, and, you know, got an awesome movie theater and the malls. And I'm not, I'm not saying we want, we need for anything, man. It's great. It does suck being isolated a little bit, you know, trying to, they, they fucking rape us on the plane tickets. So even just to go to Halifax, you're talking four figures nowadays, right? Sucks. But, uh, you know, we got it all. It's just the, <laughs> the weather in the winter absolutely sucks. You know, you get your buddies to get through. And that's why I think I love spring so much because I'm coming from here. I played hockey in Orlando. There's not even much of a difference, right? We got to Orlando halfway through that season at Christmas or something. I left in May. Not a whole lot had changed. <laughs> some, some had. But, you know, we're going around. There was never snow or anything like that. Or I didn't even think I wore jeans. You know, it was it was real laid back. Some days were, you know, 10 degrees, I guess. But Orlando was, for the most part, Orlando. And here, I mean, the winters are so miserable, man. Like, you know, you're in Canada. First of all, it's north, so it's going to be colder. And it's going to be, and it gets dark in the, in the winter early. So it's just this feeling of a negative blanket that you can't get. I mean, well. Hello, hockey. That's why hockey's so entertaining for me. It's the winter, but you know, then spring comes and everything opens up and the days are longer and all of a sudden everything melts and people are outside. And now, now St. John's gets rocking. Now you get the patios on the go. You've got hiking and fishing and tourism. And oh God, man, there's bald eagles flying around my house, man. It's right. You know, again, we're not in people that haven't been here might see pictures newfoundland see some fishermen out in little dory fishing and that stereotype is you know again meeting you know the city i'm from is quarter of a million people you know it's not uh saint john's doesn't fit the stereotype that, that a lot of people have in their minds but anyway it's a great spot but i'm telling you this that eventually eventually if i can get you know, we got some good sponsorship and everything. I love where this podcast is going, but if, if, if I could just supplement my income a little bit more and who knows, maybe we get there somehow or I get some other side job, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but not to knock my hometown or anything like that, but my goal would be every winter, maybe November and January, like two, if I knew I was going for two to three weeks twice, it would, completely changed the whole winter for me you know the sun starts going down in november and the weather the the days get shorter and there's just no escape the last two years have been the worst because usually for me there is i go somewhere to do something whether it's an alumni event or a speech or something something's usually happening but uh obviously the pandemic that didn't happen and you do get a bit of cabin fever i gotta be honest but uh I would never. I mean, I came back here for a reason. I love St. John's. This is going to be my home. This is my home. This is where my daughter lives and loves. We love everything about it. You got great friends. But like I said, if I knew that or I had a timeshare or something, there's ways around it. I got buddies out in Alberta that bought a spot down in the middle of nowhere. It's in a trailer in Georgia. And it doesn't have to be Disneyland, right? It doesn't have to be on a beach somewhere. Just the nice weather. And they bought it for like 15 grand. <laughs> like a bunch of them. So they, they threw in 
two or three each, whatever. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know that it was, it was very inexpensive. It shows a tiny little trailer in a trailer park and it's for retirees. Uh, but I don't know. They convinced, yeah, they don't, they don't, they, they convinced them that they weren't going down to party and treat the place well. And I guess they timeshare it out, whatever they do, but you know, I'm not talking extravagant. I'm just talking the things I do now, you know, podcasts being one of them, I can kind of be mobile, right? The film set stuff, not so much, but I can kind of be mobile. So uh, that would be my ultimate goal. I love my life. I got everything that I need, but uh, that, that would be nice. That would be my first extravagance, put it that way. Love traveling, first of all, and I'd love to be traveling semi semi-permanently in the winter to somewhere that's at least warm and to be honest with you the more remote the better at this point i'm not doing it for the disneyland experience or hollywood experience or even beach experience i just like to go and wear my shorts and my flip-flops down to the store grab a coffee and a local paper come back and chill figure out what to do with my day I wouldn't be bored. Put it that way. So, um, you know, I get I get a lot of uh, the, the feedback and the questions that I often answer on here, or try to. They come from like my interactions out in public as well. I love that, right? So, like I said, trying to get to all my messages especially as time goes and the podcast gains momentum is, is really hard to do uh and i really i do mo most people that send me messages actually um or comment on the show there it's all pretty it's just hard to get to all of it so and i literally i'm reading this out because i'm looking at my phone and looking at a computer screen gives me a headache like i don't know if anybody else is like that but it's getting to the point that i really and I have to be on it so much. And, you know, I got to check my email and my messages and, and where I'm doing so many different things, sporadic work in all these different areas. I had to keep checking my phone. So that's the other thing, man. I find my eyes, my head, my head hurts. Like I get this eye headache and they come easier now than ever. So I write these down, but I, I, I'm often out in public. Like if you see me in public, I'm at green sleeves or something. I mean, because someone came up the other night. They're like, Mr. Ryan, we know you don't like to be bothered. Fuck, man. Don't, don't, I don't know what, you see me in public having a beer. That's what I'm there for. Uh, you know, I like socializing. If, if I'm choosing green sleeves where there's live music and food and drinks and laughs and fun, you know, I'm choosing that atmosphere for a reason. I don't know if you see me at the Fat Cat or some blues bar and there's nobody in there and I'm in the corner. And I smell like weed. I, I don't know. Maybe I just want to be left alone. But uh, very, that's few and far between. I, I, I'm usually, if I'm out, that's why I'm out. So don't think because I say on here that, you know, some people, I, I don't want to be condescending or anything like that. Uh, I, I, I'm a hockey fan just like you are. I mean, that's the way I look at it. But, you know, some people send me ridiculous messages, even threatening at times. I just, you know, don't waste my fucking time. That's all. <laughs> um, but uh, you know most of it comes from a positive place and people are excited for the playoffs and so am I 
So uh, I'm going to get to some questions. And uh, I don't have time for many because I'm about to go skate. Getting back into shape. I'm loving it. Ribs are feeling good. Uh, had a rough winter that way. But anyway. I uh, I enjoy the banter. So I was at Greensleeves the other day, and uh, a few hockey fans were down there, and I told them I would answer some questions. So the one guy, I believe, I should have written this down. I, I Carl or, or Carlo? He's from Western Canada. I don't even remember. I, I think it's Saskatchewan, and I don't know if it's Carl or Carlo. But I wrote this down. He was going to send me a message. And I'm like, man, I don't want to dig through it. So I, and then that's often what I do. Again, I don't like looking at my phone. So I, I take the messages. I write down some notes. So this is what he sent me. Hey, TR. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm reading the wrong question. I'm getting ahead of myself. One second. So he says, hey, TR, I just got married. My wife hates hockey, as does her family. And she gave me an ultimatum. It's either me or that stupid game. What do I do? Now, of course, when I first absorbed this, I'd had at least half a dozen pints, three or four shots, and I would have had to have, on any night like that, I'm going outside to take a puff of my one hitter every half hour. So I was well on a buzz. This was one of those nights, uh, it was actually about a week and a half ago at Greensleeves. I hadn't seen some buddies in a long time. So I went down. So it was a rip war of an evening. Point being, and live music. So at the point, at, at the time, I didn't absorb it like I am now. And there's so much, there's so many details either left out of that or the answer is so obvious that I don't even know why you're asking. So first of all, this is out of the realm of the content of my normal questions. This is like a Dear Abby question. So I'm no one, point being, I'm, I'm no one to give advice on this, but if she gave you an ultimatum because you like hockey, that's a problem. I don't see in the question, like, what did you do something stupid? If you are playing co-ed rec hockey and you're fucking the goalie, well, that could be a reason, and she's got a point. Um, if you went to your bachelor party, and had a golf tournament and the hockey guys got caught banging the bridesmaids or, or getting them stoned or uh, fucking trash in a room or, or, you know, if hockey had some reason to give her a real, real bad idea that you're responsible for that kind of transcends the actual game. If there's something like that, that I'm not, because it, it seems to me that, Someone that would give an ultimatum, me or blank, would mean that blank is extremely negative. So 
if her stance on hockey being extremely negative is simply that it's hockey, then you get out of Dodge now because you're going to be arguing your whole life if that shit doesn't fly. If, if it's just hockey, and then why? Like, is it sports in general? Why would it be just hockey? Is she anti-violence? She thinks it's too violent. Uh, does she not like sports? If it was basketball, would she be upset? I'm not saying you got to change sports. There's just so much. And her family? What do you mean her family? Again, unless you got caught banging somebody or, I don't know, some fucking dick jock in high school fucked with her head somehow. Like, I just don't see why the ultimatum. And if it's just that, you know, a sport gives you enjoyment. I mean, it could be. She could have caught you, like I said, fucking somebody. It could be so much worse. You could be a thief. You could be a fucking rapist. You could be so many different things. But if you're none of the above and she's just giving you an ultimatum because of something you like watching and enjoying. Out of respect for her, you could be in the bar trying to wheel. But something that passes time, like a PlayStation, like a skiing, whatever you like watching hockey or whatever, basketball, NFL, whatever it is. If that's the problem and she is jealous of your time because you're watching a TV screen. Or wearing a fucking your your team's colors, then that's a massive problem, and you got to get out immediately, or your whole life is gonna be fucking puke. So that's that, and and I, again, so I only had two of these questions ever, and here's another one. Uh, two of these dear Abby questions, so I'll just get them both out of the way. Tr, I just got married, and I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I met her. I met her family at the wedding, and they are all really weird. I'm three months in. <laughs> this is. I, I'm writing this word for word. I'm reading this word for word. I'm. I'm three months in, and I think I've made a huge mistake. I also think I like her friend. Her friend and I had sex last week. What should I do? Well, 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 well. That's a lot to unpack. Tiara, I just got married. And I'm not into it. First of all, just got married. What's just got married? Your definition and mine might, might differ. To me, just got married could be any time within two years. Marriage is like supposed to be life. So like, you know, my parents didn't just get married. They were married 50 years ago. My buddy who got married during the pandemic, I don't know when it was. That's, that's just got married to me. That could be two years ago. Could be three days ago. I don't know. Just got married. And I'm not into it. What do you mean? A lot of people aren't into it. That's the whole thing. That's why you take these vows because people know, man, this is going to fucking suck. A lot of this is going to suck. So I want you to be right here in front swearing to me and everybody in here and you're going to do the same because it's this doesn't make sense. You think I'm going to be with just one person the rest of my life. You're going to do it. We're going to live under one roof and have kids and not argue. Go fuck yourself. For sure it will. So we got to get up here in front of everybody and swear to God and everybody else whoever the hell it is that you're into I want to get into religion again. Uh, you know, we're going to swear to him, her, whatever it and everybody in here that, uh, you know, for better or worse. And of course what happens there, I think it's over 60% now 
people end up getting divorced. Again, I did twice. So far be it for me to give advice on this, being a twice divorced 45-year-old wash up, but, but I can say, at least from experience, I mean, I made some mistakes, but it took me a while to get out of both marriages. But let's take my, my second marriage, Danielle, for example. We still hang out. We see eye to, and we, we were just living under one roof, didn't see eye to eye. It was hard to, and now we do, you know, when the romantic expectation is taken out and we don't live together, you treat each other fairly logically and she becomes one of your best friends, right? All that shit on Instagram, this is my best friend, you know? Happy anniversary, honey, this is my best friend. You know, is it really always your best friend? Is it? Because a lot of guys I go into dressing room with, they tell me shit that they don't tell their wife and I barely know them. So if the wife is the best friend, then why am I hearing what you did last Friday night? And she isn't. Anyway. But when, when that ex expectation's gone and you don't have to go home and you don't have to have answers and you don't have to bullshit, then the, then the relationship gets fucking real. Right? So point is, I have a real relationship with Danielle now, but at no point... Would she give me any ultimatums or not, none of this shit? And of course, we got married. She had Tyson. I, 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 you know, it was as much. I mean, of course, you might say we're in love. But what is that? It's in lust and it's in respect. And I think a mix of lust and respect and hope might be at the beginning of, you know, it's, it's, it's so overwhelming that you might mistake it for love. Or maybe it is love. I still love her just in a different way. But point being at the time, you know, Tyson was there and he didn't have a father. or His father has passed away. And... We were spending a lot of time together and Penny Lane came along. I mean, you know, we tried it and, and at least we're still together in, in a friend sense. And I, I can say now that she probably is one of at least my best friends, if not my best friend. She knows everything about me now. Um, not that I went home fucking lying all the time, but you know what I mean? It's not the same. Uh, anyway, anyway, then, uh, you know, I'm not into it. What, what, is, what do you mean? I'm not into it. I just got married and I'm not into it. I mean, if you just got married, could you have seen that you might not have been into it? Maybe you weren't into the engagement, right? If you're not into it now, were you into the engagement? How long are people spending together? One thing I'll never do again is live with somebody. And I mean that. And, and I think that'll change every, you just look at it with a different perspective. And I don't, I, I don't think you get sick of each other as much you know anyway that that's kind of veering off but i'm not into it well get into it you know like you said this is a life decision and whoever you married is assuming that you're into it uh, and they're, they're not into it either at times but you just you know you, you that's the ups and downs of being married i met her family at the wedding and they are all really weird I'm three months in, and I think I've made a huge mistake. So I also like her friend. Her friend and I had sex last week. What should I do? I mean, <laughs> okay, so I met her family at the wedding. So you met her family at the wedding. Why are you only meeting her family at the wedding? There could be some really unique circumstances here, but yeah, why are you meeting her family at the wedding? And are her family, 
and they're really weird. So are they so weird that you couldn't bear it and you, you, you couldn't see this from her? There were no signs of weirdness, right? Why the fuck did you get engaged? I mean, to this point, and I'm three months in. And I think I've made a huge mistake. Okay, so wait, I just got married. So I'm guessing you're three months in. So you've only been married for three months. So like, it's April, it's March, March, that's January. So like at Christmas time, you weren't married. And then you decided to take the biggest oath you ever will in your life. And now the snow hasn't melted yet. And you're already banging her for a friend and saying that you think you've made a mistake and that her family are weird. What should I do? I'd say you fucking get out of Dodge immediately. Go fake your own death or some shit. <laughs> this is. I mean, I'm blown away. I almost respect. I almost respect the fact that you can be so naive and I'm not even this person sent me their whole name and address. I'm, I'm not for, for book. They, they want a book. I'm going to send it to them. So I'm not going to read out. Let's just say Dave. Okay. From, I don't know, Montana. Um, this is an alarming message. And, but I almost respect the fact, Dave, that you're really wondering what you should do. Like you're naive to it. Like you're, I respect that, that. Yeah, something something about this that you're just going, you know what? Like. You're living your life, I guess you don't think about much. Clearly, you're. <laughs> I mean, here I am twice divorced, so who am I to say? But I just got married and I'm not into it. Her family are weird. I'm fucking her friend. What should I do? I'm in three months. Uh <laughs> What should you do? So it's it's a lifelong vow, first of all. Okay. So however old you are, I'm not sure. Let's say you're 22. Right. So if your girl is your same age, let's say you're both 22, then it's expected that when you're 82 in 60 years from now, it's expected that you're still together and that you haven't had sex with anybody else because that's the oath that you just took, that you chose that you hadn't taken yet just Christmas, this past Christmas, just a few months ago. And then you took it and three months, think 60 years and you'd only be 82. Maybe you live to be 92. So you're a young guy, say, I'm guessing you're 22. You could be together for 70, almost 80 years. And you knew that and took a vow and three months in three months. Three months is a quarter of a year. There's four in a year. So that's one fourth of the year. So if 60 years, 60 times four, it's 240, one fourth. So you're looking at, that's three months. So you have nearly 2,000 more spans of that amount of time, right? Three months. If you take that little span of time, then till you die, till death do you part. If you both live to be old people, like I said, 60 years, whatever, then you have more than a thousand of those segments of time. And you're already banging. Not, 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 not 
and that's the other thing. You're not banging a random. You're not going to the massage parlor and getting tucked. You're not going back to your hometown and having a one night stand with someone that you saw in high school. You're banging her friend, her friend. <laughs> I think that's the best question I've ever got. Again, I'm just going to read it one more time. TR, I just got married and I'm not into it, which is an odd sentence. That's enough, and especially to me. I met her family at the wedding and they are really weird. Another odd sense for many reasons. I'm three months in and I think, I think I've made a huge mistake. I also like her friend, think I like her friend. Her friend and I had sex last week. What should I do? That's amazing. And the fact that you don't know what to do is, I think that's the part that I, I respect. You're, that you're, I don't even know why I respect it. But what should you do? You should get out of the life that you're in and just get a new one immediately. Just rip the cord, get out. Whatever you have to do, get the fuck out. You're in the wrong place. She's in the wrong place. The whole time and space that you're sharing needs to end. You never need to come across. I've never recommended this kind of thing to anybody, but you are completely. Some people need to grow apart. You need to get out of this relationship immediately and uh, put it in the rearview mirror. Okay, TR. How do you think Jack Eichel fits in with the Vegas Golden Knights? Tammy in Timbuktu. Well, Timbuktu. Hey, Tammy. Okay. How do I think Eichel fits in? That's a good question. The Vegas Golden Knights are, for the most part, disappointing. This battle for the playoffs, and I think people thought they'd be in for sure. And uh, I think they thought the Jack Eichel trade would be a big part of it. Um, I'm looking up now, Jack Eichel. I want to see his stats. I always thought he was a bit selfish. Like, I don't I remember people were actually comparing him to McDavid. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I, I think his stats have been all right. And he had that bad back. So, hold on now. So I do, you know, you never want to wish uh, bad on anybody. I don't love him as a player, but, uh, you know, as an interview, that thing he said, case in point, he's always been a little bit selfish, I think, and especially when and, and comments that are ignorant, that, that one about the fans, upset at the fans. Man, you, you don't, I mean, sports 101, you don't ever call out the fans. That is the worst thing. It's just an entity. Then they'll turn on you. That's stupid. And even though it's Buffalo and you're not playing there anymore, you're a young guy. It's a long career. Anything might happen, man. There could be the, the World Cup. Maybe you, got, you, you were there for four or five years, man. You got friends and everything else. It was just ignorant. I thought that was really fucking ignorant. Um, four or five. He was there for fucking seven years. Now, Vegas Golden Knights, 31 games. Okay. 21 points. I guess he's okay. I mean, even there, 
31 games, 21 points. Which is all right in the NHL, but the guy go I don't know, he's just got a big head. Given his comments, and I'm looking at his stats, yeah, they're all right. You know, he's, I mean, again, I know what I'll get shit on. Oh, yeah, all right, you played eight games. I'm not comparing him to me. I'm comparing him to who Jack Eichel was supposed to be, second overall, and at times, oh, maybe McDavid, you know, the odd scout trying to be different. Maybe he's better than McDavid. He's not fucking close to McDavid. He never has been. I don't think he's close to Johnny Goodrow. You know, he's okay. He's, he's for a premier player. Okay. There, he's 21 points, 31 games. It's not bad. And coming off that surgery, but still, I, uh, I don't wish harm on anybody, but I don't sit here and chair for Jack Eichel. And you're asking me about the Vegas Golden Knights. It was a great time. I really enjoyed it. Um, we were treated awesome in Las Vegas. The all-star game was cool, but I got nothing against them. I'd love to see them outside of Canada. I love seeing, seeing teams like Vegas, Nashville teams that hit these markets in the States that, you know, you weren't really sure. And, uh, it's booming and people, and I saw it firsthand myself in the last few months, Vegas, I really hope has all the success, but this particular team I think is disappointing. They've had some injuries now to be, they definitely have had some injuries. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a huge Jack Eichel fan. And uh, some of the time, I think what goes around, come around comes around. And even when you say selfish things and ignorant things, karma has a way of biting you in the ass. <laughs> and uh, it seems to me that that's been the case so far. In his short time there. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't think they're, even if they were to get into the playoffs, I don't think they're going to do much with it, no. Okay, next question. Okay, so uh, I'm not going to mention a name here either. And listen, dude, you could be the nicest guy, okay? This is what happens. So some kid scored a goal in Ontario in overtime. I, I'm talking now. I'm not, I'm not paraphrasing or, or reading. I'm talking. <coughs> so some Kid scored a goal in Ontario in their provincials, right? Last week, a lot of provincials happened in every <coughs> province. It's Easter time, right? So a lot of the big tournaments happen. So they were outraged because some, I, don't even, I, I don't even know what it was. Kid scored a goal. You know, there, it was controversy. Either it should have been a penalty or he scored it late or I think the net was off and the puck went in. One goal got disallowed, and then the other team scored in overtime. It was something like that. Whatever it was, this team had a gripe. Now, it might have been, I've been on the side that, you know, we were right. You, you, your complaint might be totally justified. But this particular person asked me to kind of join the fight online. Now, first of all, I wasn't there. And you're picking your battles, and I don't want to bet. I don't like, if you haven't noticed, I don't like the battles on Twitter. I've stopped. All I do on Twitter now is, I hate to say it like selfishly, but promote stuff or like respond to a Ken Reed tweet or, or, or somebody in a, in a positive way. I don't, it's too hard. Mental health is a thing. And I know that going on Twitter can ruin my day uh, for a lot of reasons, man. I don't. So the last thing I'm going to do is stick my foot in the ring, put my hat in the ring for 
some argument that I don't even know what it was about and, and, to, and to make myself polarizing to a group of people for what? Because your son, it's not my battle, man. I'm over here in St. John's, Newfoundland, right? I'm going, I watched a bunch of the provincials this week. My daughter at provincial soccer camp. Uh, you know, the same thing happened out here. I went to a couple games, very entertaining games. I dropped the puck at one Mount Pearl versus St. John's opening of the PEA. And that was one of the best games I've seen all week. But I'm not going to get into a fight of an online squabble because of something that happened in an Adam game in Ontario. Right? People want me to join that battle. I don't, and I, I wonder where that comes into it. You know what? That ref fucked us. Call Terry Ryan. I, I just wonder what, at what point does that happen? And I respect that you even, I get. I guess there's something that I, I should be thankful for. You really think that I could do something about it, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Like, I'm never going to jump into that ever. I'm like, ever. Ever. If you see me on memo or, or whatever, that's part of my living. People pay me on memo to give a, a pump up speech or, or, or a curve or, or a happy birthday or whatever it might be. But that's why I'm doing it. If my buddies are there, I might, you know, I'm a, I like social interaction, not that way. Right. And I even, even memo is a bad example. I'm just, I'm using that because if you happen to see me interacting with minor hockey teams off of the Island, that's what it is. They're paying me to do a memo for them and get them going or whatever it is, but I'm not affiliated with those teams. I'm just trying to think of why you thought that I would jump on board to a minor hockey argument. That's clearly polarizing that there's, in, in that little group of people, you know, that it's clearly a very contentious topic. And you want me to jump into that. And, and how do I know who's right? Because of a 10 second Twitter clip. I just, I'm, I'm never, ever going to jump into that fight. It's impossible. And if, if you see me jumping into that fight, that means that someone stole my phone. That's how adamant I am. Ever. Never. Ever. So let's squash that now. Any of you out there? Now, you got a kid that's going through some, some issues? Right? You, might, you got a kid that maybe can't skate backwards and is going through a bit of anxiety and, and doesn't want to practice because, you know, he or she can't. Maybe I can give him a talking to at the rink. Right? Uh, and that happens lots. I'm skating out at 11 o'clock. Right? If there's kids on before, I probably know one of the parents. One of them might say to me, hey, Terry, uh, you know, Johnny's got a ball hockey tournament. Do you mind signing this for him? Or do you mind? They're upstairs getting ready now. They're, they just came out after their ice hockey. They got a ball hockey tournament this weekend. You mind going up and giving them a few pointers? Sure. Course, but I'm not jumping into an online fight about a goal that either did or didn't go in in Ontario. Double A, you know, Barry versus Alliston or whatever it is. I, I don't know anything about that. I don't, I'm in Newfoundland. I don't want to jump into the fight. And even if you were right, who am I? I'm not a representative. What am I, the head of the referees association? No. So 
I, I suppose the assumption that I would get involved is completely insane. But I suppose, you know, whoever sent it, and I'm, yeah, I, I, I <clears throat> it's right there on my Twitter, and I, I don't mean to call you out. I guess I'm kind of doing that. Look, I guess you might see in me that I'm, I'm passionate and I'm, I'm, I'm very, I wear my heart on my sleeve, maybe. I mean, I, mean I, I hope I come off like that. And I was a passionate player that stuck up for my friends. So maybe from that point of view, you think I could do something, I should take it as a compliment. But uh, no, it's just not, it's just not going to happen a lot. Um, and with that, listen, I got to go. I only answered three questions that were very non-hockey related, weren't they? Uh, at least two of them. But uh, Matt Murley, we got uh, tomorrow the next day. Uh, the next, I'm, I'm recording this Tuesday morning. I started this this morning, Tuesday at 7.30. And uh, so this will be out. If you're listening to this right off the press, it will be probably this afternoon or tonight. Well, on Thursday, we got Matt Murley. Spit and Chicklets, Matt Murley, their uh, associate correspondent, I will call him. I'm not sure what his title is, but uh, he's a gambling guy, and he does a lot of the European stuff. Lives in Sweden most of the time, but does back and forth, works a lot with Chicklets. Great fellow, met him in Vegas, and uh, I knew him. we got a lot of mutual friends, and he's an extension of the Syracuse Junior Crunch family. That Robbie Schrempf was here last week, and then Merle's, I figured, why not get Merle's on the next week? We've been planning on it for a while. And uh, he came a little bit before Rob, Robbie Shrimp, but the same system. And I'd love to get his take on it all. I'm fascinated by all the different pockets of hockey that in the United States, it used to be just like, I might be one or two off here, but it used to be Minnesota, Michigan, New York State, some parts of New York State, uh, maybe outside of Chicago, some areas. But, you know, the last 20, I mean, Phoenix, Austin Matthews from Phoenix. So it's uh, all kinds of players come from California now. Obviously, the game expanded, right? So, well, the game expanded, but I'm 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 interested because a lot of those play like hockey in Syracuse is no different than hockey in Regina, Saskatchewan. Right? People forget the the, the pockets that it's big in, like. Pretty much all parts of Minnesota. I went there to train. I, I've seen games, senior hockey games there. I, I've seen a few years ago. You know, that's no different than uh, going to Prince George or, or wherever. There's modern hockey thrives. And uh, I've always been fascinated with that because while well, my experience was in Tri-Cities when I first got to the States and it wasn't everywhere. We had minor hockey. It wasn't very good. And now it's a lot better now. Uh, it was just starting, right? It was in a, it was but a fetus. And the fans would cheer for offsides. They didn't really know what was happening. But it wasn't a hockey-crazy place. They, they loved the novelty of watching the Americans. Now it's developed into a little... Now they have a minor hockey program. The odd person plays junior, right? It's a process. But it was so new. The places, yeah, like where Merle's is from, Syracuse, or where he played junior, is... Uh, Hockey all the way, man. Sports all the way. It's a great spot for, for sports in general. And, uh, and not just the main ones. Like Robbie was saying, like lacrosse is big, right? Uh, 
handball, things like that. I noticed in uh, New England area, there's just a lot of people are very active, whatever it might be. They're very active. Green Sleeves downtown, uptown, Turkey Joe's, Bull and Barrel, Trinity Pub. Check out those places. Uh, that's where I usually my watering holes downtown. Merchant Tavern and Wedgwood Cafe, two of my favorite spots to eat. Check those out. Wedgwood Cafe also delivers. My good buddy Peter Wedgwood, look him up. Penny Posh Women's Wear Reimagine. They've got unreal coveralls and hoodies and jackets, but, uh, you know, I really strongly recommend the hoodies if you're very casual look and feel. And the, uh, yeah, the coveralls now are going like hotcakes. There's, so if, you, if you're interested or you got a group, it's a lot of, uh, well, the coveralls are for women, right? But uh, they're just the cut, everything. There's, there's all kinds of reasons I won't get into Danielle's fashion sense, but they're neat. And there's groups of them, you know, group just working out on a project out on the uh, arterial, a road crew just bought some. So anyway, she's, she's doing better and better. She's going to go to Calgary for a little bit, and uh, we wish her luck there and uh, to promote her product and, and work out there. So good luck to Danielle if you're interested in anything. Check it out online, honestly. The hoodies are unreal. I'll even throw in a book. I've often said that, and she sells a fair amount for me talking on here. I haven't heard a, a complaint, so check those out. Uh, yeah, true hockey sticks, man. Uh, they are. They really are my, my favorite stick. They're my choice, and now we're affiliated, so I might as well drop drop uh, that note my character on shorzy hitch also uses a true stick so look for some promos coming up in the future uh kodiak the rub cbd the sticks pain, pain sticks they're called but they got cream they got a bunch of stuff just look into it if you're really interested it's a friend of mine merle i have i have his email and his contact they, it really does work and you let me know and i'll uh, set you up it's really inexpensive as well Compared, compared, right, to the market. So anyway, that's my two cents. This is episode 100B or 100A, 100B coming tomorrow or let's say Thursday. Matt Murley should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it for a lot of reasons. It's the spring. Smile, have fun, have a beer, have a coffee, have a water, whatever it is, but get out there, be active, support local and be active and enjoy it. The days are getting longer. The weather is getting warmer. Chances are wherever you're listening to this from. And uh, the vibe is just getting more positive. I love it. I love this time of year. I love the playoffs. Good luck to the Canadian teams, of course. And uh, I don't cheer for any one team in the playoffs. It might seem like that because I talk about some more than others. But wherever your team is, hopefully it puts a smile on your face and gives you a reason to get out there. Don't just watch it at home. Go watch a game at your favorite local pub on a patio, whatever. Support local. We're coming out of a, of a time now, out of the pandemic, out of a depressing, anxiety-filled time that a lot of people, especially business owners out there, right? It wasn't their fault. They lost money and uh, they lost business. Let's get out and support them. It's the NHL playoffs. It's the spring. Tune in Thursday. Matt Murley. This has been episode 100A. Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan, and I will be back in a couple of days. Catch you guys on the rebound.